Hey guys,、Hi. I'm Tokyo Paul. I'm、uh, with my friend Chris, Chris James.、Uh, yeah, Chris, nice to see you today. Hey, how are you doing? Good to see you again, Paul. I'm doing good. It's a pleasure, always. Love your videos. You. Yeah. Chris, in, yeah. Chris in Tokyo or Chris James. Got、yep. uh, Chris, Chris in Tokyo. I'm working on.、Uh, Also, making YouTube, you have a YouTube channel,、um, and the audio will be for、uh, Tokyo Paul podcast.、Um, so, today we're just gonna have a casual chat with you.、Um, since I've met you, I've been really curious because I, I know you,、uh, you're, you're an IT guy.、Uh, you're, you're, for me, I, I know you as an IT expert, but you're also a teacher. So, I'm very curious、mm-hmm. to get to know you better. And so, we'll just have a You know, a little over 30 minute casual chat to get to know you.、Uh, is that cool? Great. Oh, that's great, man. Looking forward to it. Nice.、Um, so, Ask me anything. Yeah, thanks. The first question I have is just, you know, where are you from? Tell us about yourself. Right. So I'm from New York、um, and I grew up in Florida, did some college there.、Um, you know, like I enjoyed computer stuff as a kid, always like trying to build something or doing some kind of PC gaming, you know, even. Back in Windows 95, 98, there's tons of things you can do online. And like,、uh, I think computers haven't changed too much since then.、Uh, but yeah, I've been from, I'm from the United States. so. Cool, nice. So I'm hearing、uh, like computer interest, you're interested in computers.、Uh, like, are you a programmer or? Uh, currently, I, I do like a lot of different projects. So it's kind of like client based, but. I work for one company. It's kind of my main job, and I'm supporting their like, IT infrastructure.、Uh, it's more of a school, and they have like, two locations.、Um, so I maintain their、uh, computer systems, and I also am teaching programming there.、Oh, uh, so it's not a full time role, it's, it's just part time. And then on my other free time, I'm supporting a few other clients. It's、uh, you know, kind of inconsistent, but some of the clients are like one year. So it just really depends. So, the other clients, what I'm doing is I'm doing web development and SEO.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's like three other tech companies I'm working with locally. Some of them are new companies, and some of them are startup companies, kind of baby companies, but they're really good.、Uh, so,、wow. it's kind of like kind of a freelancer, you know. <laughs> nice, nice. So, you're a tech expert.、Uh, what I heard, like, you, you,、uh... Maintain like the, the computer systems at the schools and in that company, and you also freelance.、Uh, I'm curious, so then what、uh, are you an、uh, expert in certain computer languages, or what, what's your expertise?、Um, expertise? That's a really good question. So, like in the US, I had a company for about eight years, and I was doing more help desk. So, I'm really good with like the IT support. Um, you know, like basically,、uh, you know, kind of one on one or networking and operating system, hardware, software. I know like the hardware systems and then also the software systems, so I can do both. And I, I recently, about maybe, I would say 10 years ago, I switched over to Mac, so I can do both Mac and Windows troubleshooting.、Um, but, you know, I have a background, it started as a hobby of building websites, but I have a background in. Web development. I really like to kind of build a website and so other people can see it, try to like maybe influence people or give them some content. It's more of like entertainment. So、um, I'm kind of full stack. So I can set up a server、oh. and the back end system. But then the front end system would be 
the languages that I do is HTML, PHP, um, little MySQL, and JavaScript. So those are kind of more front-end languages for web design. Um, so it's kind of wow, kind of like that's, that. That's but cool. I'm not like an expert. I'm kind of like just intermediate level. So. Wow. Okay. And then like, uh, I I just read a question. I don't I don't know programming. Uh, do you make any apps or or? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so I've I've made a few apps already with uh, a few different companies in Japan. In US, I made like one one or two web apps, and mainly some of the apps I made it's like customizing WordPress, so it's more PHP based. But uh, being in Japan, um, you know, I had some, I came across some very motivated uh, startup companies, and one of them we actually made an iOS and Android app. It's like a social commerce site. So it's basically like combining like the Facebook and the Amazon together. And then you have like a seller platform where you can also socialize with buyers and sellers. So it's kind of interesting. And uh, that project is kind of on hold down, but uh, it's a really good uh, technology. And they have some similar companies in China that are doing that. One of them is called Red. I think it's called red. red? So you, you guys can kind of, yeah, red, like the color. Yeah. Um, so you guys can kind of look it up. Uh, social commerce uh, is a big, kind of growing in China right now, but like uh, other countries, it's still kind of a new market. So we're, we're waiting for the right approach and the marketing plan for that project. But uh, yeah, it's a really good uh, technology and hoping to see it become very popular soon kind of like linkedin became very popular yeah. so it's more of a niche social network and that's kind of my passion is more social networking sites okay. so i'm working on three or four different uh social networking sites right now and um you know i'm hoping one of them will be more uh many users and grow in the future so that sounds cool uh i mean you mentioned it was uh you know back when you're in america it was like an interest or uh, sounds like a passion of yours. I mean, are you, you're working on multiple projects. How are you like learning these new, uh, you know, uh, technologies and even in the past, like did you just, was it like a learn as you go or how did you uh, acquire these skills? That's a good question. So, I mean, it kind of started at like, I was like, I think 11 years old or something, but that's when I started like, setting up a local web server and like basic HTML and I didn't really start learning more programming after that I just kind of learned how to kind of copy and paste code so for example uh, I guess the US search engine is really good so if you want to find a code to do a specific thing you can find a library and then you you can copy and paste that code and sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't work and you have to debug it so I've been doing that for a while, but recently, uh, in the last two years, I started learning more PHP because I learned a little PHP a while ago and more, um, you know, like Linux and different programming languages that like I learned CSS, which is some people say it's not new, but it's kind of new. It's more of the design and style language of HTML. Um, so I'm kind of old. School. Uh, yeah, I took like LinkedIn learning courses and like. Okay. LinkedIn learning I signed up. There's a few courses online. There's a HBS, Harvard Business School. They have like a programming class on there. Wow. So, um, so you're you're like personally motivated or uh, yeah, very passionate about this. 
Yeah, I love tech. So if there's something like I want to do, I, I just find out the way to do it, like just searching the internet. And it's all like self-taught because like this college classes, they'll teach you the basics, but like to actually customize it and apply it to a client or a specific project, you kind of have to kind of do your own homework on that. So it's really every company is developing differently. They're using different tools. It's very custom and there's so many software uh applications that people are using for for developing now um, because you have like this one main terminal and then you have all these custom little modules like that you can like it's like mini apps that you can plug oh, into it and yeah. then so it's really custom so wow okay dang it, it sounds like yeah you're you're deep and it's your passion and um and i, I since i've known you i've always been wondering uh, what what brought you to japan to japan i know you're in christian tokyo so what brought you to to japan that's that's a really good question um so uh, like as a as a kid like i i guess i kind of saw a lot of most of the things that i liked in united states they're like from japan right like anime or cars or certain games or certain things like that right and i figured like i don't know japan became very interesting and i know like, like japan was like the lead global uh tech country like a few years ago so like i figured you know it kind of work out well and then i think one time <clears throat> i was kind of just getting bored living in u.s and stuff and things were kind of changing so when when did I don't you know, come some, uh what year uh, it was like 2015 or 16 i think i came as a vacation um you know really like kind of you the the place that really motivated me to come because i was just sitting like on my couch and and for some reason the youtube algorithm you know they just brought all these little videos i think it was like i started seeing rachel and june and the yeah. uh, you know tikio sam guy and i was like oh wow they're living there you know it seems pretty easy you know it it's seems like you know japanese is a very hard language to learn and they're surviving there I was like oh well if they can do it then you know maybe i can do it i don't know <laughs> nice. so there was another guy he said like if you want to move to another country just go there first like as a vacation don't decide before going yeah. and maybe that sounds too common sense but like i i guess i need that kind of basic knowledge because i i, I don't think sometimes i don't think that way right uh and then i came on vacation like i stayed about a month and I was kind of missing, like, you know, the U.S. a little bit, but I I went back to the U.S. and then I realized, you know, I, I want to make a plan to move to Japan. And it took about, total, it took two years to plan it, but, like, overall, it took, like, six months after I came back to really organize my house and storage and that kind of thing. And it's really, really hard. And You went back to the U.S. and then planned for your return to Japan. Mm-hmm yeah okay cool wow that makes sense I did yeah. I, I took a big risk because it's kind of faith but it's more of a risk because when I decided to move to Japan um, I didn't actually have a job like I didn't have any like visa to stay like long so I just had a you know three month visa but it was just like I was saying like okay I'll, I'll move here but it's just gonna be like three months until I can get a job if I can't then I'll go back you know so like it took about 
nine months, I actually left Japan again. I stayed a little bit in like Korea or another country and then I came back and then finally I got like kind of resident status, but it took a while. So mm-hmm. it was really a big risk that I took uh, because a lot of people, they join like the JET program or become an English teacher, they apply online and they already have like their housing and everything set up. They're ready to, you know, live there. They have their visa before they even come. They have a bank account. But, you know, I was kind of working with a small company and they don't really recruit outside of their Japan. So how to physically come here and physically go online and do interviews and look for a job. And, um, you know, I hired an attorney, all kinds of things through like legal process because I didn't know anything. And it's a very big process to move to Japan. Um, and, you know, it's not really easy to find a job. But at that time, I, I guess I was getting a lot of interviews. So I was kind of lucky, but nice. only yeah. like You're one company. really like started. a, a IT job or uh, what kind of job was it? I was open minded. I was looking for um, actually I, I just wanted to be a student in the beginning. I actually went to Temple University oh, wow. and I was I was trying to apply for that because like I didn't really have the motivation to 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 work a, a job that time. I was just kind of stressed moving and I had a little bit of savings. So I just wanted to kind of stay here for a while, maybe a year, you know, and get like a student visa. But uh, like it turned out that uh, after talking to like lawyer and getting advice and they're like, yeah, the working visa is the easiest way, even though it doesn't sound like it. So I got, you know, kind of a first role. It didn't work out. And then the second role was a, the first role I was supposed to work in a financial company, oh, nice. uh, for like a headquarters and do HR work. But this, that didn't work out after a few months. They kind of changed their mind. And then um, that was a good job. That was like central Tokyo. And then the second role was, an English teacher, but they also wanted me to build an app for them and they wanted me to do some IT work. And I said, okay. And it was, they were supposed to be uh, full-time, but they changed it to part-time and they said, like, you're really qualified and you should try some freelancing stuff. So I took their advice and don't really regret it because like I had some really interesting experiences being a freelancer here. So, um, you know, it's been kind of a, pretty crazy ride but uh you know every once in a while i ask them like can i be full-time and they're like kind of oh well you you know you're doing good as a freelancer maybe we'll think about it but so it's still part-time but you know and, and may i ask like so how how did you find gigs uh freelancing you know at the beginning how, how could you find work that's a good question so um you know be honest and uh, I'm gonna start from U.S. too. Like, how did I how did I build a business in U.S.? You know, it all started with Craigslist. I mean, oh, uh, right. uh, not 80% of my clients were were Craigslist business. Everything, even I had a few e-commerce sites in U.S. So when I moved to Japan, I found a shared house. It was Craigslist. I found one or two job roles. It was Craigslist. The first job role, I went through a recruiter and a lawyer, and it didn't work out. The second one was Craigslist. It worked out. So uh, that was five years ago, six years ago. But right now, um, I've tried to do some things on Craigslist. There's some kind of issue with the site. It kind of kicks off your your post or something. There's some kind of bug. I don't know if it's locally, 
but I also see like other like United States. Sometimes I check Craigslist. It looks like they're not doing so well right now. So, I mean, as far as uh, people, you know, buying something or re response to the ads, I'm doing some marketing over there too for some IT. So, like, I still want to provide the global IT support or web development. So I'm trying to advertise there. And Craigslist's been a little bit weird lately. So I don't know. But Cra Craigslist was a good opportunity to find connections. Uh, I, I hear mm -hmm. shit I hear um, a job yeah. connection opportunities. Cool, cool. And how's yeah. the social life been uh, since you've been in Japan? Social life? Well, it's five years ago now? Five years ago, man. Like, uh, I was, even though it's Japan, I, I kind of trusted people still a lot, um, you know, just culturally. But I was still pretty very you know paranoid in the beginning because i don't know anybody i don't know you know the situation and whatever and i kind of trusted my boss um so like after being here like two years or three three years then i started to kind of open up a little bit more i went to like some night events but then like you know um things always change so more of like going out at night um you know kind of should be a late nights and meeting friends through friends um, yeah, nice, most nice. of my friends are bilingual so even though i want to practice japanese they want to talk in english and mm. you know kind of a plus and a minus at the same time so yeah, yeah meet up with how's your japanese uh, what is it how's your japanese uh, are you studying now or um i would say it's like a maybe n4 level or n almost N3 with a kanji, but it's, it's not so well, it's improving slowly. Um, but I got hit with a big project last year and, and I put the Japanese on pause, but I wanna, I, I've been studying like this month, very little, like maybe two or three times. And I wanna study, I think, you know, in a working environment, like I can communicate in Japanese, very basic and even technical things. So, it's kind of working proficiency, but I don't think it's really advanced. Um, you know, if it's a really complicated topic, I don't think I, I can maybe understand 70% mark, but I can't really, you know, I can just kind of give a very straight answer. And I'm always thinking in the English mindset. So it's like either yes or no, right? Like English is very simple, like kind of, so like, um, so Japanese is kind of like layers, right? Like when they explain something, first they'll explain the whole thing and then they'll explain the middle feeling of everybody and then they'll go into the, like the topic or the decision and they everybody has to talk about it and make a decision, even like lower level employees. So it's kind of like from the bottom up, but like, you know, American like uh, companies, they the boss decides, so it's like from the top down. So it's kind of, you know, it's really, it's more of a cultural thing than it is, uh, a language thing as well so sometimes i get lost in that i'm like wait shouldn't the boss decide that and then cool. they're asking everybody's opinion in the meeting and i'm thinking like oh yeah. you know <laughs> cool boy, so, uh, yeah it's pretty interesting interesting and kind of kind of thing like uh, that sorry i wanted to get back uh to when you mm -hmm. mentioned like life in japan uh even from beginning to now um you know when, when you living day to day i mentioned a share house uh but even now with your uh many years of experience uh do you have any tips like how much money do you need to you know, survive in japan or or 
any tips on like you know transportation mm -hmm. general tips for living in japan when you first moved here or that you can recall oh yeah that's a good question so definitely like i would say you need a sim card um if you How come do you get here well you can go to like uh electronic shops the main one is like big camera or um yodobashi camera or those kind of those kind of shops they have like a like a traveler sim card but it's very expensive um how much sometimes is it? i used to go ahead sorry uh, you said expensive it's... so i was like how much is it oh yeah it's like for like two to five gigabytes at that time it was like maybe forty dollars and yeah. it goes very quick and yeah. that's when like i think japan was very open to travelers i think 2018 was the the record high like the most people that ever came to japan in one year ever in the whole like history you know of japan so they they were you know they were making a lot of money and i i think i used to piggyback off of the starbucks wi-fi I, i'm gonna say oh, nice. google maps is your okay. best friend yeah the google maps definitely use google maps if you're lost um you know it's gonna be your best friend yeah. uh yes. you know and i I used to walk. Taking a taxi is very expensive. The train is very cheap here. I was surprised. You know, you're going to pay 200 yen, which is $2 one way anywhere in Tokyo. They have like a whole daily pass too. We're like 600 yen or 700 yen. I don't know if it changed. They used to have a rail pass for foreigners. You pay like $100 for a week or something. You can go Did like anywhere that? in Japan. I never used it because you have to like register online. Mm. There's a lot of things I regret I didn't do. Like first, like I didn't bring an international driver's license because preferably the car is the best thing, you know. <laughs> Are you thinking about doing that, like getting a license? Or... I, I've been, I've been, I went there and my American driver's license already expired. So if you have an expired driver's license, you didn't renew it, then it's, they're not going to accept it. So you have to start all over again. So I, mm. like they say driving school, but like you can just apply, I think. I'm not sure. It depends on the, the office, but like they just told me, like I can get a learner's permit for like six months and practice, and then take another test. And I heard the test is really hard, but they do have an so it is kind of a little bit friendly for the foreigners. But I just still haven't done it because I've been so busy, yeah. and the transportation is very convenient. So you don't really have to, you don't really need a car if you're near Tokyo or maybe Osaka. So. And then, uh, so how about this year? Yeah, thank you for sharing. Uh, how about this year? Like, uh, you know, of course, there's we're still kind of under uh, Corona. Uh, mm -hmm. How's life been this year in you know this uh, Corona C C situation? It's very interesting. Like a lot of I've I've like a few of my you know boss or manager. They're like, oh yeah, Corona's over now. And I'm thinking like, well, I just had another variant, but yeah, uh, it's not as strong. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I see a mix now. I see some social events are canceled, some are not. And there's very few working limitations now. I mean, I think some companies are still remote, but I, I would say a lot of companies already went back. And we have a lot of holidays on the calendar this year. And, you know, so a lot of people are like, like, having a lot of time off, a lot of vacation. 
and they are, you know, working remotely or going to the office. But I think it's picked up a little bit. A lot of people are going to the office, um, but it's some some people are working half of the week in the office, so they still are concerned about you know the virus and stuff. So it's still mixed, but it's not like it was before. I don't think it'll even maybe five or ten years. I don't think it'll ever go back to the same. Um, because when I first came here, everybody the trains were packed. Like you can probably search YouTube and see all those videos of people yeah. just pushing themselves in there like a sandwich. I we don't see that anymore. So I think people are more careful. They're you know the trains are kind of packed, but I would say it's almost it's like seventy percent of what it was to be hundred percent. My question is, uh, what do you do for funds uh, now this year uh, in twenty twenty two? That's a good question. So like my I guess I enjoy my work too much. So. Like kind of a hobby of mine, I'm usually making some kind of new website, and I'm I'm trying to put like a big portfolio together of all the types of apps that I want to make. They're more like web apps. So recently, um, well, a few two years ago, I I uploaded a social networking site that I made like ten years ago, but updated it. And um, recently, I want to make like a classified ad site. So I'm working on putting a blog together. So I do a little bit of blogging, um, some video, v, you know, vlogging, um, those kind of things. Is there and, anywhere where we can find your work? Your like, you know, mm -hmm. all, all your IT work? Uh, is there like, like a GitHub or a blog, a website? My GitHub is uh, maybe Chris, GitHub forward slash Chris in Tokyo. And I made a new uh, okay, website. New oh, thanks. I think the best thing is my my new website. It's called chrisjames.pro. Pro. So the, the domain extension is Pro. Chrisjames.pro. Pro. Yeah. Chrisjames.pro. I'm gonna. It shows like my skills, but I'm gonna start like uh, uploading some of the projects I did on there. Basically, uh, the site has my social media links. Like you can reach me, and I wanna. Um, advertise my new channel because I'm making a lot of tech videos on there. It's just Chris James. Um, but I've been making some tech videos on there. So Yeah, good segue because I met you as a YouTuber. Um, I know you as Chris in Tokyo from your Chris in Tokyo channel. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. How did you become a YouTuber? US, Japan? Mm -hmm. So I, I, I got inspired by a lot of other channels. Um, you know, like like I was saying, like Rachel June, TKO Sam, Canada Gen Three, but um, I guess her channel's not so busy right now. Um, I guess Sharla. I think everybody knows Sharla, right? Uh, you know, the broad. What kind uh, of uh, content do you make? I I really like the Japan content. I think I was very interested because everything in Japan, it, it looks very different from any other country. Um, and you know they. The way they make things, it looks very, it's it's really, um, I should say superficial, like it's very beautiful in appearance, uh, things like that. Um, so it's very new, I think, and appealing, um, those kind of things. So I wanted to make those kind of videos, but also about Japan because YouTube has helped me a lot to grow and learn about Japan and how to move here. So I wanted to kind of do the same thing with the Chris in Tokyo channel. Um, 
and what's I your wanted... favorite video that you've made? Me, I would say like um, when I went, the it was kind of recent and it's a very short video. It was when I went to the uh, Kawaguchiko and did the 360 video of the uh, Mount yes, Fuji. I've been really wanting to do that video for a long time and finally I did it. So nice. um, it's very beautiful. Like I've been really wanting to go there during Hanami season and, you know, see the Mount Fuji and the, uh, you know, Sakura trees and the, the pink color is really beautiful. So I thought that uh, probably my favorite video so far. Nice, nice. And uh, so. that's, that's, thank you for sharing. That's really uh amazing place. I know you took me to color the Chico. I was definitely, mm -hmm. I was cloudy when we went, but uh, I did see uh, your 360, uh, much better weather. Um, I, I, I'm curious, do you miss your family or friends or, you know, um, from the, you know, the states. I would say at one point in time, I, I, you know, everybody has the peak of their life, but sometimes they have like a midlife crisis or they have like a second peak in their life. You know, it's like kind of, you know, the climax of your life or whatever. I, I had a really good time in the U.S. Um, at one time, you know, like I was at the peak of like my career there and that kind of thing. And I had a really good time, so I I do kind of miss some of those moments, you know. I miss driving. I miss my car there, you know. I had a really nice car there and those kind of things. Um, hoping it would have came more soon here in Japan, but like I'm still working on getting my license here, so it's kind of <laughs> so. Um, but you know, those kind of things I miss, uh, and 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 the moments I shared with other people there as well, family or whatever. Um, I would say yeah, you know. It's definitely crosses my mind at least once a week or more. So, you know. So, do you think you'll stay in Japan, you know, for the time being, or uh, any future plans? Or I wanna, I wanna be permanent resident here. But my my one of my newest projects and what I'm trying to do now, I've already started working on it. Um, and uh, yesterday I was talking to a lawyer, but um, I'm trying to restart a company in the United States um, for like uh, creating an app. Uh, it's going to be a tech company. And, um, you know, I want to get investors and those kind of things. So I want to create like a U.S. entity, uh, mm -hmm. business entity. So I'm trying to work on that. So I, I want to kind of be back and forth. Um, like but maybe for the... Yeah, I thought you were uh, as a tech guy, but you're like an entrepreneur. Yeah, U.S. is the best for business. I'm telling you, like it's it's the easiest, the best, straightforward. Anybody can start a business. There's I I've already seen online. There's people who are not even U.S. resident uh, citizens or residents. They're just starting remote companies there all the time. Like it's mm -hmm. it's so business friendly. You're like and uh, I gotta ask you off front here. Thanks. Cool. So you're thinking about starting some uh, companies in the, in the states, and, and you have companies yeah. in Japan. Um. So like, uh, I I helped start up a few companies here with with people just kind of just supporting as an engineer. Um. So I kind of gave them advice, and a lot of them got monetized. I mean, they actually like got clients, and they're they're kind of a real company now. They started as just getting by investors. And, and just forming that way, like on a loan or something, but they're doing pretty well and they're getting a lot of development projects. Um, but um, some of the clients, they're, they're busy, they're working on other projects. So 
I didn't actually start uh, my own company here yet, but I, that's one of the things I want to do. And I'm probably waiting until I become permanent. And then at that point, it's, it's more easy. Like either if you're married to somebody here or you become permanent visa, you can start a company. Um, the other way, I don't know for sure because it really depends. But the other way, um, I talked to a lawyer and he said, like, you have to have like $50,000 in capital and then you can start like a company here. So it's a little, little tricky, a little expensive. It's still less than United States because I think United States, if you want to get a business visa, you have to invest like 200K. But Japan is like 50K, so that's not bad. But um, there's a lot of restrictions here. Like if you want to be a CEO, um, you can only get paid up to $10,000 a month. There's all kinds of different things compared to U.S. That uh, So like having a U.S. company first and then going global and forming the Japan office or vice versa, like Mercari and uh, what is it, Rakuten, they, they started in Japan and then they made their California branch. Well, um, you know, I want to do like that. What is it? Nice. Now, I wonder how that Rakuten branch in California is doing. Yeah. You know, they're picking up and I heard Aeon which is the like kind of food store here. They're like kind of um, shop. Uh, they're, they're starting a, a new uh, business in Texas. So a lot of Japanese companies, I think this year it's going to be like a trend. Yeah. They're going to start to follow those uh, companies and they're going to try to form their uh, company probably in the United States. Uh, yeah. uh, it's like kind of a, a trend, you know, so. And, and so you mentioned you, you're, uh, I feel like you're an entrepreneur, but you were an engineer, uh, teacher, and uh, uh, IT like technician. Um, in general, like for the industry, maybe in Japan, like how much does that career make? That's a good question. So, like, as a engineer in Japan, I, I would say the, you know, Tokyo is kind of like New York. It's the New York of Japan, right? So if you want to make the most money in Japan as an engineer, you should go Osaka or Tokyo or maybe Fukuoka. But like Tokyo is the, the, the best pay. It's the most foreigner friendly. Even if you don't know English, you can land a job with like a bilingual or foreign company. And I would say that I've seen the average of all companies, all people, I would say it's about the $5,000 range. Uh, a month, four to five thousand. Like they, they have like some junior positions and entry level. Um, I could be wrong because I've I've been working as a foreigner, and usually foreigners have a standard threshold. They don't get paid under two uh, two thousand five hundred a month. So oh. I always say, oh, you cool. know, <laughs> and the yen is down. So I would say the average is four or five thousand. Wow. Um, but there is people who are who are getting in the, you know. Eight or nine thousand dollar range a month, more senior positions. For me, I'm a freelancer, so it, every month is different. Um, but as a freelancer, sometimes you can, you know, even if you're not a senior engineer, you can make almost the same or or sometimes more. Um, if you have multiple projects and they pay you kind of part-time. So like you have one project, it's kind of a part-time job and Japanese companies like to pay a salary. They don't want to pay like hourly or they don't want to pay. It depends, but um, sometimes they, they pay, they want to pay like as a package. Mm -hmm. 
So like if you have three or four startup companies or small companies you're supporting part-time for IT, you know, you can imagine maybe it's $2,000, $3,000 a month, could be less. And if you add it all up, you know, you could make more than a full-time job. So. That's very, very impressive. Um, and, and thank you so much for your time today, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, our audience and viewers have learned a lot. Uh, how, how can uh, they contact you if... Uh, they have more questions or uh, I'm hoping you'll be in the video will premiere and you'll be in the chat for now. How can they contact you personally? Are, are you open to that? Yeah, please contact me like for IT support or if you want to like just ask a question or something like that, just connect. Um, I'm trying to build a, a global network, you know, like people and just try to connect with many people. So is that like on Instagram or email? Or? Um, I have an Instagram. It's uh, chrisjames.pro, and then my website is the same, chrisjames.pro. Um, chrisjames.pro, and then so on the website there's a contact form, and it also says my email address. Um, maybe we can put in the description, but I will make a another email on the site. Maybe. Uh, just like support at chrisjames.pro something like that um but yeah it, it, like all my links are on the website and yeah. the website url is chrisjames.pro yeah Sorry. thanks so much can... thanks for your time today chris no problem yeah thank you paul it was really nice to see you again and uh, hope mm -hmm. to see you in the next video